Apple just confirmed their next event at Quadruple UDC 2022. This is going to start on June 6th, and that's when Apple will be having their keynotes. And of course, I want to talk about all of the exciting things that we're likely going to see at this presentation, which will primarily be about software. And software leaks are a lot harder to find. You don't see supply chains or case manufacturers posting much about iOS leaks or what to expect with future generations of watchOS, which is why these are free, they're not going to cost you anything, and changes coming to all of our hardware that hopefully makes them better. Let's begin. So yeah, just to kind of taper expectations from the beginning, software has been pretty much all that's been announced at the last two years of Quadruple UDC. So both in 2020 and 2021, we were hoping for some kind of hardware and it didn't happen. Now, there's some people that are hoping for this to finally change in 2022 because it's not like Apple has never announced hardware. In fact, back in 2019, that's when we got the Pro Display XDR in the Cheese Grater Mac Pro again. And since Apple Silicon is ripe for updating with the Mac Pro, and there's all these rumors for a mini-LED version of the studio display, it seems like June would be like the perfect time to announce new hardware. So, what exactly are they going to brand the silicon in the Mac Pro? Because I heard the M1 Ultra is supposed to be the last of the M1 family, but we're hearing all about this Jade 4C die that's going into the Mac Pro that's supposed to basically be two M1 Ultras stitched together. So, what do they call that thing? M1 Ultra Duo? Or do they just say it has two M1 Ultras on the inside. Yeah, I'm excited to hear all about, you know, Pro Display XDR refreshes because I'm in the market for that potentially. And of course, we know there's a redesigned colorful MacBook Air coming later this year and hopefully an M2 Mac Mini. But because this is primarily about developers and it's about software announcements, I just hope people can realize there's a high chance Apple decides not to announce any hardware at this event because we're turning into the boy who cried wolf fairly quickly with, uh, maybe this year they'll do hardware. Maybe this year. I'm hoping this is the year they bring it back, but just try to be realistic about expectations if possible. What will probably get the most amount of attention, because the iPhone is still Apple's bread and butter, is iOS 16. There's actually not a ton of things leaked around iOS 16, other than, for me at least, a bunch of stuff I wish they would have added a long time ago, like interactive widgets. They still don't let you have, like, buttons or commands that you can engage with those widgets from the home screen without launching the app, at least on smaller ones, so I would love to see smaller widgets, and of course, like everyone, more customizable themes, you know, thanks to Siri shortcuts, there's a lot of intricate customization people have applied to iOS, but just kind of streamlining that a bit and making it easier for people to customize their phone the way they like, of course, would be appreciated as it is every year with iOS. But I also wholeheartedly agree that with the complications of AirPods and firmware updates and how intricate the Bluetooth settings has to be on these devices, I really hope iOS 16 brings an AirPods dedicated app that lets you know, you know, what firmware you're on and how to update them and how to change their settings and preferences and what the force sensor does on one side, what two clicks do, what three clicks do, and what they do on the left or right. There's so much customization involved with AirPods now, I think it's time that they get their own section in iOS instead of just embedding all of that stuff in the default settings app. And simultaneously, because Apple Silicon is getting so fast, not just in the iPads and Macs, but also in the iPhones themselves, I know it's too much wishful thinking, but I would really love to see them offer some kind of Samsung DeX alternative where your iPhone could start to boot into a Mac when plugged into an external monitor or keyboard and mouse. But if you're limited by Lightning 2.0 speeds, uh, yeah, that's 
probably not gonna work out. I would love it if they brought some more pro tools built into the camera app by default because I currently feel like there's so much capability and there's so much power behind the iPhone cameras, but much of the time you're just kind of limited by what the default camera app is comfortable with, so people have to download other applications and other software to take advantage of that ProRes customization and just some more options in terms of photography, as well as charging. Some people have just an absurd amount of battery life on our iPhone 13 Pro Maxes, and we plan on keeping our iPhones for a very, very long time. So optimized battery charging is good, but I would love it more if similar to my MacBook, you could like cap it at 80% and just say, you know what? I'm not a heavy iPhone user these days. You don't need to worry about charging my battery to 100% every single night because I'm not using that much of my phone. You know, I have an option to put in a charge limiter and preserve battery health for longer if people don't plan on using that much of their phone's battery. And a lot of this stuff, of course, applies to iPadOS as well. iPadOS to this day still needs the most amount of work out of all of the operating system changes Apple could announce at this event because there's still no optimized battery charging on the iPad. I mean, your Apple Watch has optimized battery charging, your iPhone, your Mac. But for the iPad, they're like, eh, yeah, it can stay at 100% all the time. Who cares? We got to kill this battery life faster to get people to upgrade because they have no other reason to upgrade, right? So I despise how lacking iPadOS is in basic features like a calculator and weather. But then at the same time, yes, because they're shipping M1 chips and German says they're going to ship an M2 chip in an iPad Pro later this year, already, you know, overkill for the hardware, but just bring some pro applications to this thing. Bring some more pro class multitasking as well as just a more optimized file management system that can actually handle larger file transfers, which it still bugs out when I try to do that on my iPad and having apps, whether they be Xcode or Final Cut or Logic, we've been asking for these things for years. So that's why my wish list and my hope is not changing with iPadOS because it still needs this attention and it's still being neglected every single year. So I personally think iPadOS should be the star of the show for Quadruple UDC, but based on how I've asked for that for the past couple years, I am trying not to get my hopes too high. As far as macOS goes, I'm really just hoping they can properly utilize the hardware in the M1 Ultra and do what Apple does best and find more efficient ways of managing CPU, GPU, and RAM. They already do a pretty decent job, but I don't think macOS right now needs a big UI overhaul. I feel like it just got a fairly major one and not everyone's in love with it from the get-go. So now, with more and more of the Apple Mac lineup being transitioned over to Apple Silicon, it needs to just be more of a year about stability and performance optimization, and less so about, like, aesthetic changes. Although, I would still love it if Apple could redesign the iMessage notification, which used to allow me to reply directly. Now it just wants me to open the messages application every single time, which I'm not a huge fan of. And also, it took, like, over a month for my MacBook Pro to click on and realize, oh, hey, he leaves this plugged in all the time. We don't need to leave the battery at 100% every day. So now, thankfully, it keeps it at 80% all the time. But if they just had a little charge limiter in there that's let me tell them, hey, this is going to be docked for like months at a time. Just keep it at 80 or even 60% unless I state otherwise. But for the most part, yeah, I want performance updates and kind of feel in a similar way about the Apple Watch. I mean, every single year I'm hoping for third-party watch faces and it never happens. So I'm pretty much ready to give up hope on that. But if they could find ways of optimizing battery battery life a bit better on the Apple Watch and actually kill off the Series 3 because it's time for that thing to die and they've been selling it for far too long. I don't know. I'm ready for that thing to go. It should have been gone a long time ago, but because that seems to be the biggest request for Apple Watch upgrades, I'm hoping there's something they can do in the software with watchOS to 
improve overall battery life because as far as the user interface goes and as far as the watch faces they have available I'm pretty content with it you know it sucks that third parties can't develop their own watch faces but there's so many options in customization with the current watch face lineup I kind of don't mind so much I don't feel like there's a lack of options because I'm pretty happy with the current lineup although I would still love it if there was ways of contextually changing the watch face depending on the time of day like I would love to have the stocks watch face open while the market is open but if the market closes then you can change to a more aesthetically pleasing watch face or if I get text messages change that complication to say hey you have messages available and if I don't have any messages then you can default that complication back to today's date or my activity or what my battery percentage is just more context aware watch faces would be kind of cool but overall an Apple event is an Apple event at the end of the day so I'm very excited to hear Tim Cook talk about how great services are doing and hopefully we actually get some Mac hardware at this event but don't hold your breath let me know what you guys are most excited for at quadruple UDC 2022 this is your Alpsheep here I'll see you all in the next one with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case I pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.